This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 560 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Total Saddle Fit. On tonight's USDF episode, we have USDF Executive Director Stefan Hench to give us an update then we will bring on Angela Ariati to give us ideas on what to do with your horse crazy kids. Following that, we're going to finally get to our book review of Isabel Vert's biography with Chantel. Coffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hi, guys. Hi, Phil. How are you? I'm doing all right. All kind of cooped up. I don't know where we ended when we talked two weeks ago, but I've now been sort of isolated, quarantined in my house. I'm not going out to visit the barn anymore, not riding at all. And just doing some online lessons and doing the radio show, I guess. That's that's my life at the moment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we, we have had two weeks off now. And what I don't even know what day it is. It is definitely Thursday. It is April 2nd. I think we're all kind of in that same zone of what day is it? And I am also, I'm back in Kentucky, which I'm, I'm very thankful to be back here at my farm. And I, I'm actually, my husband and I are kind of enjoying some time together. It's, it's very quiet here um, at our farm. My assistant is quarantined at another barn. So she has her horses and I have my horses and, and my barn. And so I, I'm very lucky because we are here on the farm and, you know, I own the farm. And so I'm able to ride, which is awesome. And I'm able to to be with my horses, which is very good. I, I miss I miss my groom. I'm not gonna lie. I remember now what all the work is when you have everything. It's been a while, uh, so I've been having to get a bit fitter. I'm not gonna lie. Just been good for me. So I I don't know how it is in Canada. It sounds like everything was shut, right? Yeah, yeah. They sort of closed many businesses about I don't know two weeks ago or so, and there's a lot of people you know, at home and having to spend time away from the horses. So I'm not the only one. I shouldn't pout too much, but uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. You know, I, I, like I said, I'm very lucky because I get to be with the horses. I'm, I'm one with the horses. I'm with them all day and I'll feel like all night, but I am very lucky that, that I've done that. And, and I've had very good clients that have been very respectful of the fact that my barn is my home. And so we close the barn to any traffic. So I'm just here by myself, which is, is fine for, for now. Like I said, I'll be very happy to see everyone. I miss everyone. I miss seeing everyone sort of wave at my assistant over the fence. So it is very hard. And and we do, I, I, every state in the United States is different and every country is different, but please be kind, be kind to your barn owners. I think in general, you know, this is just, it, this is so difficult time and it's difficult for barn owners too, because there's no playbook for this. There's no right way or wrong way. And you really have to go on level of comfort. I, I've only heard one barn owner where it's been a little not good situation, 
but in general, everyone's really trying to do the right thing and just, just be kind and, and be helpful. So Phil, I mean, I don't know about you. Like I said, I'm, I'm working pretty hard by the time I get stalls done and, and I, I'm still trying to keep my workout up. I'm still doing my yoga every day and, and riding. So I'm, I'm pretty tired at the end of the day, but what are you, what are you doing to stay fit and, and mentally healthy? Well, I'm just doing, just doing a little running now at the moment, Good, you know, just to get outside and just get, keep the fitness going and, and that kind of thing. So I think that's the same for a lot of people is, you know, getting into a different routine and trying to find ways to, to uh, be fit. And so, you know, we've got some ideas that we want to bring out onto the show in the next few weeks about, you know, how to, how to stay riding fit and, 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 you know, bringing everybody some good tips like we try to do. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're, we want to stay and, and please stay engaged with us. Send us emails, send us ideas, send us questions, you know, however we can help you. We're here and we really, really want to help. Podcasting has become very popular, which we love. And we're glad if you're new to our show, we're thrilled to have you. And uh, again, you know how to, I'm Reese at horseradionetwork.com and Phil is Phil. Philip at horseradionetwork.com and we'll give that again at the later in the show, but feel free to stay engaged with us and give us ideas that we can send to people. We'd love to get it out there. And so, so keep it coming. So we're going to have a commercial break from USDF. Then we're going to come back with Stefan Hench, who's the executive director to kind of give some, some kind of updates on what's happening at USDF itself. Founded in 1973, the United States Dressage Federation has become the largest organization to represent a single Olympic equestrian discipline. At nearly 30,000 members strong, USDF is your connection to dressage education, competition, and achievement. Visit usdf.org to learn more about USDF education, competition and award programs, and to shop our online store. Again, that's usdf.org, your online destination for dressage. Well, for tonight for our USDF episode, we're very happy to have USDF Executive Director Stefan Hench on the program. Stefan, welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm I'm very thrilled to have you on our show. This is the first time you've come on the official podcast of USDF, and but I'm very sorry that it is obviously we are in a world global pandemic. And it, it's not necessarily the circumstance we'd like you ha- to have you on the show, but we're glad to have you tonight and to kind of talk about what's going on with USDF and, and a lot of just kind of clarifying some things. So I'll let you kind of get started on, on what you want to tell our, us as members about what's going on at USDF right now. Well, of course, all of our members are struggling with all of the same personal issues that everybody in the country is right now. And, you know, our hearts go out to anyone that's been affected with with the virus or family members that have been affected. And, you know, I clearly no one is immune to this situation. And those of us that love our horses, we know that there are many out there who have been affected in ways that you could never imagine even a couple of weeks ago, you know, competitions being canceled, goals that were set for yourself and your horse now will be difficult to achieve in the, in the near future. Um, Some who have horses boarded at facilities are in a situation where they can't even get onto the grounds and visit their horse. 
let alone, you know, engage in, in, in riding their horse or training. And so, and it's, it's varies throughout the country, but we had a board meeting just the other day where each regional director gave us a little report on what's going on in their part of the country and in their region. And it varies a great deal, even, you know, within a state, but uh, certainly no one is unaffected right now when it comes to their horse activities. So as a national organization, uh, we're closely monitoring, you know, all of the government guidelines and certainly monitoring our affiliation with the United States Equestrian Federation, which is really the governance entity for equestrian sport in this country and and the guidelines that are being set forward there. And USDF currently has followed suit with a moratorium, if you will, on processing scores from dressage competitions and uh, scores for schooling shows that are submitted to USDF for a new awards program that we have. One of the things that, you know, is obviously a priority right now is is supporting the national effort to try to weather this horrible storm. And that really needs to be a priority at this time we, is the safety of our members and the dressage community and their families and all of that. So certainly we're supporting all of those guidelines that need to be followed now to weather this storm in as speedy of a manner as is possible. And so, so Stefan, just real quick, I'm going to just ask a question on the schooling shows. Cause that's been, I think people, let's just clarify that any schooling show that was held after, and I don't remember the date in March, those schooling shows, if you hold them, they will not count for scores. So you, Essentially, there's no point in holding that schooling show, right? Well, that's kind of a yes and no answer. Okay. So the only thing that the only thing that that is affected from the United States Dressage Federation end of it is we have a new awards program that recognizes uh, regional achievement through schooling shows that choose to participate in that program. So what we have said is that for the time being, currently through May 3rd, we will not be accepting scores for that particular program from those participating schooling shows. But the United States Dressage Federation has no jurisdiction over schooling shows per se. Okay. And and we have not said that you can't have a show and we have not said that you know you can't still run your own programs connected with that only so the only thing that we have said is we won't accept scores for this particular new USDF awards program now for licensed and recognized competitions and that means USEF licensed and jointly USDF recognized competitions for those USDF is not processing scores through May 3rd at this time. And that is consistent with what USEF is also doing. 
So none of those scores would count for qualifying for any championships, including regional championships, breeders' championships. They would not count towards year-end awards and so forth. So that was a decision that the executive board made and essentially supports the USCF guideline that was put forward. And of course, the United States Dressage Federation is an affiliate of the United States Equestrian Federation, and these competitions are jointly recognized and licensed. Got it. And I think the date that USCF stopped competitions was after March 15th. And as of right now, right, it's to May 3rd. So, but no decision, yeah. Yes, scores that were earned through the weekend of March 15th will count Got it. for any USTF eligible program. Got it. Okay. Okay, excellent. So so really after right now, May 3rd has been the date that's been decided, but that is a fluid date. Is that, do I, am I understanding that correctly? Yes, both USCF and, and all of the I can't speak for the other affiliates, but it appears that the other affiliates are closely monitoring the guidance of the United States Equestrian Federation that we're affiliated with, and certainly the United States Dressage Federation is. And our board is meeting regularly to evaluate what the other affiliates are doing, what the government guidelines are, what USCF is putting forward. So we're meeting regularly. We're evaluating as as things develop. And I would say that certainly uh, that data is fluid. Um, yeah, yeah. there are yeah. certainly many more questions right now than answers. Yeah, uh, I know, we, which is are, tough. Yeah, sure. we are co- constantly monitoring the situation and now, the only thing that I can really say for sure is that our executive board, our committees, the you know, the USDF staff, all involved in providing leadership, you know, to the dressage community, are closely monitoring the situation and will ho- will do their best to come up with viable solutions, you know, as things become clear. Clearly, we will have to look at some things like qualifying criteria for regional championships, the U.S. dressage finals, other programs, and, and so forth as this develops and as, as, as the clock ticks away. Certainly, things like the Young Rider, the, the North American Young Rider Championships, uh, all of these things are being monitored closely, and we keep well. The the, the USCF and USDF will continue to update mm-hmm. our membership with the most recent developments. Well, everyone has the goal of getting all of our mem- members and dressage enthusiasts back in the saddle as quickly mm-hmm. as possible, so to speak, mm-hmm. and. And hopefully, you know, back to pursuing their passions as quickly as possible. And we will do everything we can to do that, but not at the expense of the welfare of the general public or our members. Right. 
So, you know, if people are kind of wanting to know, obviously, you know, here on the radio show, we'll, we'll update everybody as much as we can as the information becomes available. Where's some other good places that people can get information on what's kind of the, the status of, of competitions and that type of thing? Well, certainly you can go to the uh, USDF website, usdf.org, and on the homepage, there's a section that has announcements it's our news and announcements that that can where we where we continuously post both USEF and USDF announcements regarding the latest developments okay excellent and so on on a, a, a better note if people I mean, USDF has great information and a lot of it is actually free. You don't even have to be a member for for that information. So, you know, one of the things we're really trying to do here on the show is keep things positive and, and how can we look forward and how can we continue to have goals and, and learn more about the sport. And I also know there's some great resources on the Learner Judges Program. If you go on the website, you can look at the Learner Judges Program. There's fantastic information. There's also great information on the Instructor Certification website. There's even a reading list if you want to want to look into that. And there are also some other resources at, the, at USDF.org. Am I right? Yeah, you know, certainly those of you that are members are getting your USDF Connection, which is our award-winning magazine, which is now the only dedicated dressage magazine in print in the United States, believe it or not. I didn't know Um, that. But it's also available. Yeah, it's available online. And those that are not members of USDF, you can access your, you can access archived USDF Connection magazines through our website that, uh, you know, go back, but there's lots of great uh, education available through that. And then, of course, we have our online store, which uh, is also accessible through the website. And we do offer quite a number of DVDs and and that type of educational material from symposiums and things like that 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 might be fun to to take a look at and those are uh, in addition to what we have available on Vimeo and so on so those of you that are old school and still use DVDs <laughs> you can order them through our store and the other thing I'd like to mention is that. I mentioned uh, your dressage before, and the one thing that's a bit unique about your dressage is we have a lot of original content, and some of that content is created by contributors from our membership. So if you're sitting at home and have an interesting story uh, that you'd like to share, um, you know, maybe you took a a cool trip somewhere uh, that was equestrian-related and like to share that, or have an interesting story about a horse you've brought up through the levels or anything that may be of general interest to the dressage community, please feel free to submit that to USDF and we'll consider it for publication on your dressage. Yeah, there's, there's so much on the website and we would really encourage you to go there, take a look, lots and lots of information on there and a lot of people that are available to 
you know, help you in any way that we can. So Stefan, if our listeners have any questions, how can they find you online? Well, if they have specific questions for the executive director, you can email me directly at steph1enz at usdf.org. But probably the, the, the easiest thing to do is just get online, go to usdf.org, and we have all our contact information on there. And we have generally a very responsive staff. So just go to usdf.org and take it from there. Fantastic. Well, Stephen, thanks so much for your time today and coming on and answering some questions. And we hope as soon as we have more answers or, you know, to, to kind of timeline, et cetera, that we can have you back on and we'll, we'll inform everyone as soon as we all know kind of what the answers are. Yeah. And I would also say, if you want to stay apprised to what USDF is up to regarding the coronavirus situation, we're also posting most of the most recent press releases and so forth and, and sharing that information through our social media channels or platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Stefan, and stay well. And uh, Stefan and I are neighbors, so we may see each other walking on the street here shortly. It's a beautiful evening in Kentucky. So Stefan, stay well, and we will talk to you soon. Well, I, I hope to see you out there, Reese. But Absolutely. six feet apart, right? Yeah, six feet <laughs> apart. Six feet, fence, fence row apart, for sure. Well, thanks, Stefan, and have a great evening. Thank you. Well, we're going to have a quick break from Kentucky Performance Products. They are open and would love to answer your questions. You can still send them some questions in uh, line. They are answering them. And Karen would love to hear from you. So right after that commercial, we're going to come back with some great ideas for Angela Ariadne and what you can do with your kiddos and maybe yourself as well as you're in quarantine. She swallowed hard as they walked into the start box. She could feel his muscles tense under her leg. Five, four, three, two, one. Have a great ride. She didn't have to ask. He galloped out of the box and across the field toward their first training level course. His ears pricked. Her heart pounded. He attacked each obstacle with confidence, clearing them with room to spare. A huge smile broke out on her face as she crossed through the finish flags. She leaned forward and buried her face in his neck. Their bond of love and trust blocked out all else. This love story is brought to you by Elevate. Research proven to have superior bioavailability. Elevate supplies the essential vitamin E often missing from the equine diet. Its all-natural formula supports healthy muscle and nerve functions. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Well, tonight I am so happy to have my resident kid guru and friend and fellow equine professional, Angela Ariadne, on the line. Angela, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy that you invited me back. Oh, of course. You're having a little fun out here. 
Yeah, you truly are our kid guru. You're amazing with kiddos and, and, and adults too, I will say, but you truly have an amazing kid program. And I I feel, I again, I don't have kids. You know, I have my niece and nephew, uh, but currently I'm quarantined from them, so I'm not seeing them. But everybody who has horse-crazy kids or you are cooped up in a house with horse-crazy kiddos, I wanted Angela to bring some fun to what's going on. So Angela, start us off. If you are currently quarantined with your horse crazy kiddos, what are some ideas you have for us? So, well, first of all, you have to remember when you're dealing with your kids, and I know some of you guys don't obviously don't teach your kids, that when you, you want to incorporate all their senses and you want to understand where they are, are in their development, their brain development at what age they are. So don't get frustrated if they don't understand space or they, their listening comprehension goes out the door. Don't get frustrated. Just kind of hang with it and go with the flow. So my ideas, which have been, we've already started practicing them a little, is the first is for anybody who's eight years or older, and that is to go online and teach your kids how to set up a 20 by 40 dressage arena. Now you're thinking to yourself, are you crazy, Angela? You have to be crazy. Well, number one, you're going to, you're going to do the conversion from meters to feet. Number two, you're going to get the chalk out. You're going to get or paint out and you're going to go in your backyard and you're going to try to do a 20 by 40. Okay. Ooh, then with your little one. ones, with your little ones, you're, so you're going to say, look, we got to get ready to do a dressage show. So you're going to have your eight or older's design the, put out the markers, then your little ones are going to take the letters or your big ones. Cause I kind of like the color, but anyways, um, <laughs> and you're going to do your letters and you can use the back of your cereal box, cut it out and they can learn the rhyme. Now, depending on what that rhyme is, you know, there's all King Edward's forces. The inventing people say can make big fences. And what do you say, Reese? Can't march, can't, uh, all King Edward's horses can't march before fed. Okay, so there you go. Or bloody fools, I've heard, you know, all sorts of things, right? (laughs) And they can take the letter and they can decorate the letter, like the K, they can put a crown on it or king on it to remind them of the little rhyme. And then they're going to put those markers out on the thing, on the dressage thing. Then you're going to now make your horse. So you're going to get your broomstick, you're going to get your cereal box, you're going to cut out the horse's head, you're going to let them decorate it to craziness, and now we're going to dance. Oh, I want to so do this. Now, I don't even have kids. <laughs> I want to do this. It sounds so, so fun. Well, and so it's very important, though, that they understand that your, your trot is two beats, your canter is three beats. Kids love to canter, but they don't always like to trot. Make them do extended trot, make them do collected trot, make them try to do what it would feel like to do a turn on a haunch turn and they can even get on all fours turn on the forehand all that stuff but go to one of your tests and make them dance the test let this them is do a it fantastic idea i'm serious i want to do this Phil. can i do so, this, you know, and, we do and, this and i'm sure we've all seen maybe we have it we've all seen the 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 adults there's some adult guys that like do it as a joke yeah, yeah. you know what i'm talking yeah, yeah it's on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Really silly. Kids show me. You could kids. get dressed up. You could put the kids in their outfits. I mean, up. I could get dressed up in my outfit. You could totally get into it, right? So I, I want to do this, and, and they can do 
they can do a pas de deux. They can do a musical freestyle. It's really fun. The kids always laugh at me because I was taught to do this. And when I go to a horse show and haven't gone in a while, I will dance my dressage test. And they just think it's hilarious. But it is the way that I learn because I learn through movement how things are done. So I'm oh, an active I love it. learner. I'm not a like I'm not a visual learner. I'm an active learner. So that's really important for people. Right. And if you didn't have the space, right, the twenty by forty, let's say you're stuck in an apartment right now. God love so, you. you know we what? feel I don't for even you. do the twenty by forty. Just right. draw you wouldn't a rectangle. Need to. Yeah, you, you know? just do a rectangle. And, yeah, you know, you're a rectangle in your live in your dining room. You know, Reese knows I live in a small house. I would clear mm-hmm. my house out and just dance it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you, you can know? you I could mean, really I can do it on a patio. With it, when I do it at the horse shows, I do it in a, my own little kind of thing. That love it. That's number one. Okay, so the next thing is about horse management because you know I'm a huge horse management thing. Huge. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> You're going to go on, if you don't remember how to groom your horse, you're going to go on ponyclub.com and you're, or .org, whatever it is, United States Pony Club, and you're going to learn the steps of grooming your horse and you are going to groom your dog oh, or, your yeah. cat, or your stuffed animal. Very Good important. Idea. They all need to be groomed. Before you groom them, you're going to throw your brushes into the washing machine with, with, some, um, with a quilt. And you're going to wash them and you're going to spritz them with alcohol just to be safe. Um, And then you're going to do the steps. So you can pick up your dog's foot. You can pretend like (laughs) you're using a hoof stick. You can curry your dog. Your dog will be happy. Or your cat. Your cat might not be (laughs) happy. Your stuffed animal will be very, very happy. (laughs) And then you're going to do all the steps. And you're going to remember which brush goes with which and... And it's a great way to groom your dog. And I know Reese has a big dog. so Oh, she would out. love it. Are you kidding me? She's yeah. she's literally trying to get in the room right now because she wants to be yeah. in the podcast. Not going to lie. But that's ponyclub.org. Um, I just I just looked online. Oh, ponyclub.org. Ponyclub.org. Um, and Ponyclub also has um, lunchtime activities going on right now, stable management. They're kind of based a little bit on the higher end, not on the lower end. So I'm kind of working with them on trying to get the younger ones just you know more things for them to participate because the younger ones don't really want to look at the skeleton anymore (laughs) sure yeah yeah yeah. but my last this idea huge there's two more things and one is is a huge motivational keep your hope up and also a craft and this is for a rainy day you're stuck in the apartment you're going to get a big poster board or if you're ordering from amazon you're getting boxes get the box cut it open Maybe sanitize it first. Just saying, sanitize it, you know, spritz it, spritz before. And then if you have old horse magazines, which I did, maybe you don't go on Pinterest if you don't. And you are going to write in the middle of the board, a goal that your, maybe your instructor told you they wanted you to have. Like for me, it would be looser hips or or maybe they want a better elbow or your heels down. Maybe you tell your mom, well, she's always yelling heels down at me. And you're going to go and you're going to find pictures of the perfect heel and the perfect elbow and the perfect, we call these the dream boards. I'm going to put it in the middle. I'm going to write it in the middle. And you're going to cut out pictures. And you're going to picture on one side, all the good elbows. And then on the other side, you're going to put all the bad elbows. 
So now you've visualized, you've used your senses, your eyes, your hands, you've cut them out, you've glued them off. Okay, and then your other one is you're going to write in the very middle of your dream board what you and your horse want to do. And then you're going to let your kid cut out whatever they want about their horse what to do. And then you're going to glue it on their dream board. So it keeps their hopes up, it makes them think about it, that sort of thing. And it's called, Um, it's a dream board. It helps you visualize and helps your subconscious think about what you want to do. Well, let's be real. Like, it doesn't have to be a kid. I mean, this is actually a really good thing to do. We could all do those right now. Like, where do you You know, I do dream boards all the time. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, when you do your dream board, number one, when your kid is doing your dream board, I find that parents like to judge the dream boards. We're not judging the dream boards. If the kid says, I need to learn how to feel to sit the trot, then you're going to let them cut out whatever reminds them of sitting the trot and the weirdest things will come out and you just want to let be like, Oh, that's great. Because it's how they, they feel and they see it. Do not put any judgment on it. Yeah. Don't Um, judge a dream board. That's not nice. (laughs) Don't judge my dream board. Mm -hmm. If the kid says, Oh, I want to do something, you know, like, Oh, the best was uh, I want to be a stunt rider on my horse. Yeah. Well, you know, I was kind of like not a big uh, stunt rider girl, you know, more like a dog girl. So, I'm scared. <laughs> but, you know, hey, what let's, like, let's put the dream board out there, whatever. And then the last thing is, is I would definitely go on YouTube and do Pilates or Yoga by Adrian or um, Mary Wanless has a great little run. Janice Duglock has the Pilates for the dressage rider. And I would do a little exercising with my kid. And I would say, Hey, when you do that, does that feel like something you do on your horse? Cause I know there's different exercises that we do that actually simulate yeah. the same movement that we're doing with our hips and the canter or the sitting trot or the, you know, and then you call those exercises by what you're doing, you know, Oh, this feels like trot. Oh, this feels like free walk. Oh, this feels like canter right lead. This feels like canter left lead. Well, and I, I love this too. I mean, just in general, I think for, for all of us, right. To, to pick up some sort of exercise every day um, that you should do. Like I'm with you, Angela. I do um, yoga by Adrian every day. Now Uh, I love, you know, she's my, we've never met. Uh, I feel like we know each other, Uh, but she's great. (laughs) You know, and, and some days I just can't do like 45 minutes. Some days I'm like, I just want to do the stretch one. And so I, I, right. I, I will tailor it to what I can do that day, which exactly. I think is great. Um, and there's so much of kind of free things that you can do. Um, I also like uh, DRT dressage rider training. Absolutely. I mean, there's tons of stuff out there that you can yeah. get that's either free or, or actually pretty minimally priced. Um, you know, I don't think that's right. just for kiddos. I think that's perfect right. for, for us, you know, to stay right. motivated. I mean, you and I have chatted this week. You know, I think that's the biggest thing for people is how do you stay motivated right now? Phil, is there anything right. that you're doing specifically? I'm running. You're I'm What? Running. You're, oh my, oh my God, people. <laughs> what is he doing? He's running. running? My wow. Lord, Phil, I'm so proud of you. 
really good. I'm walking, but I'm not running yet. Yeah, I'm not running. I'm not Unless something's on fire. I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually a, a good runner. I, I can see that. I can see that. Usually though. tired. Yeah, I'm, I'm built like a runner. You know, it's funny. We yeah. go to um, when Mare and I we go shopping or whatever, and I would you know maybe walk into a fitness store or or whatever, and people just assume that I'm a you know, sometimes I need to buy a new pair of athletic shoes or whatever. Like, oh, you know, what what runs are you doing? And I was just like, oh no, these are just for. <laughs> <I'll run. laughs> which is good. And then you know, now that I have a lot of extra free time, uh, you know, I just go out and run around the neighborhood. You know, same That's fit. That's great idea. Being yeah. outside because I'm used to being outside like from you know early in the morning at night and now it's not and i can easily you know kind of fall into watching too much tv or just being on the computer too long so Mm -hmm. active staying outside and and you know enjoying that so and and for the kids you know with the ball like the exercise balls and stuff they can decorate the exercise ball um we also do a lunging game which speaking of running where they we put the a lead rope or a lunge line or a dog leash on them. And we, one person's lunging and one person's running <laughs> in circles. Oh, I love them. this idea. And then so the best part is, is when we go, okay, act like a crazy horse, you know, and then the lunger's trying to tell them to slow. And, so, yeah. and that <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. You can also do that in your living room. If you had to. Exactly. You can take the dog leash or, I don't know, a rope or anything, I guess. I, I have lead ropes, but, and then hook it to the kids and then have the other kid lunge him. This is why Angela is amazing. Cause I don't, I don't think of these things from a kid. So and then she ideas. says it, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah, it's awesome. This is why I just, I don't, yeah, I, I don't, don't think like this. Getting side reins out and trying that. Probably not. Over. Yeah. That could be bad. Kind of weird, not good. <laughs> <laughs> that could Why be bad. Line. You could discuss <laughs> side reins and why you would use them with the crazy yeah. horse, but maybe no, put them on the kid. could get a little crazy. I love it. Any crafts. You guys are always, I sometimes go go to Angela's and, and there's kids camp going on and they're doing the best crafts. Like any crafts you've got? I mean, you, you've got so many crafts. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we love, we love decorating. I mean, if you have pool noodles, which I know a lot of people don't, but making those horses out of the pool noodles is great. But originally it was old brooms and, you know, anything that they, the kid just be like, what can we use for his tail? What can we use for his mate? Ask the kid and you'd be surprised what they come up with. (laughs) I mean, I had a, a kid in camp make a whole armor outfit out of duct tape for her musical freestyle. (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah yeah and the musical oh, freestyle oh, that's yeah, another one duct tape that day. yeah right <laughs> duct tape's <laughs> thrilled right now They're like yes thank you yeah. angela so awesome. so yeah so i mean they will come up with things and and tell them they have to use what's in the garbage or what's in the house you know yeah. and you'll be amazed at what they can create so oh, that is yeah that is uh, awesome yeah, but the running, I mean, like I said, you don't have to measure it out. I did think about that, like they didn't have a yard or whatever. But, you know, you can take any rectangle. Right. Converting, using the conversion, I think, is a good tool just to learn about math and converting. Yeah, like I have to do that every time. If you guys would just get onto meters like the world, we'd be fine, wouldn't we? We, we do not yeah, disagree we, with we, that we, statement. I do not disagree with that statement, but... It is what it is, Phil. Um, right. yeah. well, 
skills for sure. <laughs> I love it. We got we got other problems in the world right now, Phil. Not meters to feet, but anyways, it's a whole other story. I love it. Well, Angela, thank you so much. How can our listeners find you online if they need any suggestions? You are amazing with this, and any suggestions with their kiddos? How can they find you online? So AriadiHorse.com. Or we also have three Facebook, well, we have two Facebook pages, Ariadne Equestrian Services and Ariadne Pony Cub Center. And we are posting on our Pony Cub Center things to do, to study and things for Pony Cub. So you can, you can find that there. And, and how do you spell Ariadne? Just so we know, Vegas. we don't mess up. How do you spell Ariadne? It's A-R-I-A-T-T-I. Fantastic. Well, Angela, thank you so much for your energy and your ideas. Uh, I think hopefully this gets everybody rolling. If you're cooped up with your kiddos, which we all feel for you, uh, none of us actually have children. So we feel for you if you are, but send it to us at the horse radio network. We would love to see what you're doing. Reese at horse radio network.com or Philip at horse radio network.com. We'd love to see what you're doing and we will share it. So we give other people ideas as well. Angela, oh, thank yeah, you so much for fun. coming on. Yeah, okay. thanks so much, Good and uh, we look forward to next time. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Phil, a lot of us are not riding right now, so we, we, we aren't using our stability stirrup leathers or our total saddle fit girths, but we want to let you know that Total Saddle Fit is still open, and you can go to their website, totalsaddlefit.com. If you have any questions about the products, this is a great time to research the products. We can tell you we love them. We use them all the time. And they're great products. So take a look at their website. Justin's there. They're open. They would love your business. Again, we're trying to plug all small businesses and they're fantastic. So we hope you enjoy their products. And we're going to, our total saddle fit tip of the week, actually, drum roll, is a book review. We've been doing the book review. This is the Isabel Baird biography that we've been loving. And we hope you guys are, are getting it or got it from Amazon or have read it. It's fantastic. I kind of want to reread it. I just read it, but I want to reread it. And Chantel's going to come on and tell you about the book. Well, today we are excited, drumroll please, because we have our book review. Uh, most of you know we have a book club here on the Dressage Radio Show, and we talk about the book, and then we ask a Horse Radio Network auditor to come on, and and uh, they get the copy of the book, and then they review it. So our book club book, if if you want to, if you're behind and, and are stuck at home and want to Amazon it or, or pick it up, that would be fantastic. You can get it from horseandriderbooks.com. It is Four Legs Move My Soul, the authorized biography of dressage Olympian Isabel Vert. And we have Chantel here on the show to tell us she was our auditor that got the book. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Philip and Risa. It's uh, exciting to be talking with you tonight. I know it is great. You know, we're definitely trying times right now and, and we're trying to bring a little extra cheer and, and some, some options of things to do and our book club. We really, really like this program. Um, so tell us, um, you got this book a few weeks ago. So tell us a little bit mm -hmm. about yourself first and then we'll okay. go into the book. Okay. Well, I am a mid forties, let's say, um, adult amateur writer, a uh, former eventer, with my new thoroughbred that I've actually had a couple of years now, um, we're going to concentrate on dressage, see schooling, some training level, doing some first level movements, but we haven't gotten the show on the road to actually show yet, but he's a good boy and he's coming along as well as I can uh, train him with my trainer. 
Perfect. That's great. Well, talk to us. You got the book a couple weeks ago. What are some Mm -hmm. things that you really, really like? Well, I'm definitely a big reader. I, you know, I read probably 25 to 30 books a year. Most of them are horse books. This has been, this is definitely my favorite biography, definitely of a dressage rider. I loved, you know, I love the ones that have come out with, with Carl Hester and everybody, but I mean, this is just, everybody has to read this book. This is amazing. I've, I've been a fan of Isabel for, for years. Um, and it was very interesting to read the behind the scenes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us what was, Mm. what were some kind of your top things with the book that you enjoyed? Okay. Well, I really enjoyed how in-depth she goes with the personalities of all her horses, the training challenges. But I mean, you definitely felt like you knew the horse itself by the end of, uh, she has quite a few chapters that are devoted to some of her top horses. And she she definitely summarizes uh, probably every horse I've ever seen YouTube footage of her riding. She, it's interesting also with some of the training problems she had coming along, what she might do in hindsight. I loved the, how in-depth she went with her rivalry with Anki. That's when I started following competitive dressage back in, was it the 90s? Um, when, when it was very much her and Anki at the top. She talks about how personal it kind of got, that there was actual off-the-horse confrontations between the two of them that got heated. She was very honest with that. I I'm surprised and impressed that she went into such depth with it. Yeah, yeah I she think was that's very what, honest that's in what this book. I like the most as well. I, you get a real sense of, of having a personal account of how things went with her horses and, and mm-hmm. you know, being an outsider or whatever, you just sort of think like you, top riders, their lives are, you know, easy and they just get to ride. And But I mean, mm-hmm. there were so many challenges that you wouldn't even think about uh, in her life with her trainers, with her. And, mm-hmm. and again, it was just um, her account of overcoming the obstacles that were, you know, in her way or, or that had just happened you know, mm-hmm. by chance with each horse and, and how she solved her problems or how she continues to solve her problems and just perspective from the inside of, you know, all of those championships, the Olympics and the, the European championships and the world equestrian games. And I think that's what was really interesting. Wasn't, it wasn't just like, Oh, look what I did and look at all of my claims. It was more, it was more of mm-hmm. like, I had to solve this problem with this horse and I had to overcome this. And I, and there was, you know, so many, I think disappointments within her Mm -hmm. career that you wouldn't, that you wouldn't even realize where, you know, and and where she's at now and how she feels about her riding. And it was just so interesting and, and page turning that I found myself just going through this book like nothing. And, And, you know, like it's, it's an easy read and, you know, before we've had, a few more technical books on, you know, mm-hmm. how to, how to ride better or how to train better and, you know, uh, things to think about where this was just, uh, it was a nice break from that in our book club, just to have a book that we just read almost just, you know, just for entertainment, um, and how easy it, it was to read and, and, uh, and how interesting it was. So I, this, yeah. this was a really well-written book. I loved it. Yeah, no, I, I do too. And yeah. I have to be honest, my favorite part about all of it was her talking about her pipeline of horses. You know, we <laughs> talk a lot about, about American riders and Canadian riders. Like they're just, there's not a good pipeline of horses. 
And Mm -hmm. this has been a well thought out part of her plan, which is she has a very well thought out pipeline of horses that are coming through as she's developing and she's thought of this and she has a plan. And, you know, a lot of it is, you know, she does have funding and she talks about her funding, which is a challenge for a lot of riders and, but Mm -hmm. how it's been well thought out. And there's a reason she's the greatest of all time and has horses coming Mm -hmm. along all the time because there's a definite system on that and why that's happening. So I love that part of the book and and how she did that. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I really, I really, sorry, I was just to build on that. I really liked how she enjoys taking on horses with issues mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and not giving up on them and, and, and sort of enjoying really solving those issues or helping the horses that have confirmational problems. But, but I think mm-hmm. that she, she's, I think that she can really see deep in a horse and what their possibilities could be. I think you have to believe in horses to be a really good trainer and you have to try and see past the obstacles. And she talks about how her training plan has developed. And, and like you said, things that things that she might've done differently with the horses in her past. But I think it's, a, you know, felt like a really honest account. So exactly, I, I like it when people bring, bring that honesty and, and that we're not as trainers, we're not always best at solving problems, but we, we love to learn and we love to help horses. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I I, I think it's a definite read for, for sure. Yes. I would, I would yes. not hesitate to read. I'm, like you said, I'm going to keep it. I've, I've passed it around to everyone here in, in the barn here in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's gone to everyone. And, and now I can't wait to, you know, to probably reread it. I'm not going to lie now that we're kind of all stuck in, in the house. So I love it's, it. Exactly. Well, yeah. Any last thoughts you had from the book that you want to share with our readers or our listeners? And um, readers? No, that there was one quote that I actually, it struck me so much that I actually, wrote it down and I have it pinned in my tack room now when I'm near where I keep my helmet and stuff so I can actually look at it. I have a tendency to be a little, a little, a bit of a control freak and a little, I get a little handsy and stuff because working with myself a lot, I have a tendency, you know, you look down, you're constantly fiddling when I shouldn't be. And this is the quote. And I just thought it was really, it really spoke to me and hopefully it speaks to other people and everybody runs out and buys this book. But the quote was, but my horses are also allowed to resist. They are allowed to tell me what they think. And I just thought that was so important. And I have a tendency to try to correct every little issue, resistance maybe, without actually thinking why it's happening. And that has just helped me in my riding in the last month just to, okay, why is this happening rather than okay, you're, you're fussing with your, your mouth. Stop that. Let's, let's get to work. Let's put some leg on whatever. But it's, it's helped me think why is this happening rather than just trying to correct it. Fantastic. Well, we can't thank you so much again, one more time with the book. It is four legs, move my soul, the authorized biography of Isabel Vert, a dressage Olympian, Isabel Vert, and you can get it at Trafalgar Mm -hmm. square books horseandriderbooks.com. And we hope everyone enjoys it as much as we all did because it was a fantastic one. So thank you so much for coming on, uh, Chantel, and telling us about it. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Anytime. 
And again, this is a perk of being an auditor of the Horse Radio Network. You can find more information on the horseradionetwork.com website. And also you get access to the Facebook page. And that is where we put up who would like to be our book reviewer. So we look forward to, we're going to jump on this book review and we're going to get a book for next week and we'll have it. We're probably going to up this to a little bit more. We've been doing them like once a quarter, but we may do one once a month right now just to keep us all kind of entertained. So thanks again. And we look forward to our next book next month. Well, Phil, we have already gotten some amazing email and Facebook shout outs and we want to say, keep them coming. Sarah. It's always, it's always nice to hear from our listeners and we got, we got some encouraging emails, you know, that people were appreciating what we were doing. So that, that, that helps us out, brightens our day. You know, I it think does. we all need that Thank a little bit. Sarah. Yeah. Yep. Sarah said us a great one. She loved the Wendy interview we did a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was fantastic. And again, we love them. We'll give you a shout out. Please keep them coming. Have ideas for us or please send us some what you're doing in quarantine and uh, that we can get them out on the Facebook page and we can get it out to our listeners or ideas for us that you want to hear in the next couple weeks. We're going to really work on some things that can really help you in quarantine you're not really riding your horse or maybe you're just loving on your horse. I kind of keep your, your goal setting. Send me an email, uh, Reese at horseradionetwork.com. I'm doing some online goal setting and online coaching that can help again, trying to, to get that out there as well. So keep it coming. We love it. And we're with everybody and, and in the entire world right now, it's a really tough time. So we're trying to bring some light to your day. Well, as always, the United States Dressage Federation is your connection to dressage education, competition, and achievement. Visit usdf.org for more information. That's us www.usdf.org, the online destination for dressage. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the, the best way to get a hold of me is through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for al- allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down, your shoulders back. Also, keep your chin up. We're going to get through this all together. And we really look forward to talking to you next week. It's keeping us going as well. So keep tuning in. And we can't wait to chat with you next week.